break it down. Down like this. Yo, yo, welcome along everyone to Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. It is wonderful to have your company once again. My name is Hayden Sherman and for the next 15 minutes I'm going to be your running coach and guide you through the workout that we are doing this week. Every week we, we bring you a new and fresh workout. I will give you the what, the how, the why on how you can get out there and crush it wherever and whenever you like. Okay, this week's episode, we are into part three of the series we've been doing called Legs, Lungs, and Lactate Ladder. It's a lot of L's, and this is all about building up, setting the tone, doing something at the start of the work that sets the tone in terms of what we want your body to be doing. Then we're going to get into the work section in the middle, and then we go back to where we started can you still uh, maintain that good technique, that good running, that good quick speed when you're a bit fatigued, when you're a bit tired? So that's the classic model of a ladder session. We start with short, sharp reps, and then we go into some longer reps in the middle, and then we go back down to those short, sharp reps at the end. So this week we are doing three times 30 seconds, same, same that we did last week, three times 30 seconds, and then three times one minute, this is the big difference. We do a 10-minute tempo run in the middle, and then we go back down three minute, three times one minute, three times 30 seconds. So let me say that one more time. Three times 30 seconds at the start, three times one minute, then a 10-minute tempo run, and then three times one minute, and three times 30 seconds. So overall volume is a little bit down, but the speeds are going to be up a little. So three times 30 seconds in the three times one minute, I want you to hold a pace or an effort level somewhere between your mile pace and your 3K race pace. So that's somewhere between what you can handle for five minutes to 10 minutes. So it's quite quick. We're right up the, the higher end of what your um, your heart rate will be be doing. You'll be nearing maxing out your heart rate, particularly towards the end of the one-minute intervals. So that's nice and quick. Then the 10-minute block is slowed right back down to your one-hour race pace. True tempo, sort of steady state. We, we often call that your lactate threshold. So 10 minutes of that pace. Then that final three times one minute, three times 30 seconds, just at your uh, mile to 3K pace, we speed it back up again. Now recoveries, two minutes after everything that you do. So after each of the 30 seconds, nice two minute recovery. After each of the one minutes, two minutes recovery. After the 10 minute block, two minutes recovery, and then we dive straight back into the three times one minute, three times 30 seconds. Okay, there we go. That's an overview of the workout. It's a fun session because it's a nice mixed session. After the break, I will explain why we are doing this particular session. Why indeed. So what we are changing from last week is we are extending the recoveries. Now this is a key component. As soon as you start extending the recoveries, it's a good sign that the focus is changing a little. And so what I'm actually doing with this workout compared to last week, I'm polarizing it a little bit more. So there's more volume at a slower intensity 
Well, actually, total volume is is reduced a little bit, um, but we've got that extended block of 10 minutes, which is a, a lighter intensity to what we have been doing. But we're increasing the pace on those one-minute intervals in particular, and while we're doing that, I want to add in some more recovery to allow you to be pretty much fully recovered before you dive into another one. Now that is because we want you to execute those 30 seconds in the one minute intervals very well. Good technique, running fast and running well. I don't want you to be sort of muscling through them or gritting or getting really sloppy. I want you to really focus on running well, thinking about technique. And at the end of the show, I'm going to do a, a a discussion around uh, a, a particular element of technique that you can use in, in your run today, but definitely I want that the the one minute intervals and the thirty second intervals to all be about running really well, not not just running tired or trying to make yourself work hard. This is about running well. The middle section, that ten minutes, that's more about the grindy stuff, uh, but the the real icing on the cake are those the three times 30 seconds, three times one minutes, where we're going to teach your body to run well. Now, the steady state in the middle, that 10 minutes at your lactate threshold or one hour race pace, we, we're just trying to get a little bit more of the ad adaptation to using those different energy systems, just improving your body's ability to not just have to survive off, off oxygen alone, but introduce lactate. Around that one hour race pace, lactate becomes more of a more of a thing that you you need, um, and so it's a good good sort of pace just to sit at, not too fast that it's going to just totally crush you for the remainder of the workout, but just enough to get in a good body of work that we can continue that development of of that that uh, energy system. Finally. At the end, we really want to test out, can you still run well after you've pre-fatigued the legs? Can you still execute a good three times one minute and then a good three times 30 seconds? I really want you to hone in on not pace there. Um, yes, you will be running quick, but I want you to be focusing on running really well, moving well, good movements with your body, being strong, being in charge of what your body's doing. All right, now a few little tips on how to do it. Paces, remember this can either be run as a fartlek session or a, a timed more interval session where you're actually running on a measurable pathway, uh, maybe using your GPS watch to tune into those paces, maybe even using a running track um, to dial in. So you might shift those 30 second intervals to uh, let's say 200 meter intervals and the one, one minute intervals more like 400s or, or maybe 300s. So feel free to tweak that. We're, we're not totally fixed on those times. If, if you want to adjust them slightly um, to suit a distance, you could do that as well. Um, otherwise, you could just do this as a pure fartlek session. So up to you. Now, recoveries, I want those jogs really nice and light. So again, you can really focus on crushing the uh, running well component of this workout. And look, Aim for good technique. So I'm going to talk after the break around about cadence, but 
especially thinking about things like posture, holding your your head up nice and tall, elongating your spine, keeping your hips nice and tall and forwards, making sure you're not sort of sitting down in that bucket. Um, making sure those shoulders don't start rocking and rolling when you're running fast uh, towards the end. And um, Cadence will talk a lot about that, that leg stuff shortly. But there's a few tips on uh, what you can be thinking about throughout the workout. This week, the thought for the week, and man, I've got a lot of a lot of ideas floating around in my mind. I just got back from uh, from Auckland, where I was doing some commentary for um, uh, our sports sports channel here in New Zealand, uh, a big athletics meet up in Auckland, and man, it was just. Uh, I just feel so pumped and, and amped to go and exercise when I see these men and women just out there crushing it. I I find after I do commentary, I can't just go back to the hotel and fall asleep. I have to go to the gym or go for a run. So I went to the gym and did a like 20 minutes just blast out workout because I, I had to go and pick up some dinner before the restaurant closed um, at nine o'clock. So I had a very small window where I had to um, squeeze in a workout and then I, I just crushed this uh, workout in the gym for 20 minutes, just redlined and uh, it, felt, it felt good. So thanks to all those athletes for putting on a good show for me. New New Zealand record in, in the 400 hurdles, which was very impressive solo run from Portia Bing. Shout out to her. Any Anyway, the thought for this week, I want to talk about cadence and dialing in your cadence. And I talk about a lot keeping your, your stride rate up. And if you want to dive into this further, I've got the audio coach tools on tempofit.org that you can uh, purchase. I think they're only like 10 bucks each um, and download to your phone and run with these tools um, and they will give you a, a, a good proper overview. But in the Running 101, I talk a lot about cadence, and I wanted to do a, a bit of a dive into cadence uh, for this week's episode as well. So first of all, what, why do we look at cadence? So cadence is the number of steps you're taking per minute, and most runners, especially most beginner runners, their stride rate is actually too slow. So then they're not taking enough steps per minute. Now, that's not just because they're running slower than a, an elite runner. It's actually that they are overstriding. So their foot is going out too far beyond their center of mass, creating a braking effect, which slows them down, which increases the load on their body, which decreases the efficiency of their running stride. It's got all these cascading problems. When you speed up that cadence, you avoid some of that braking moment. Your feet land more underneath your hips. You become more efficient. You have less vertical oscillation. All of a sudden, lots of problems are sorted out just from the simple tweak of moving your cadence, say from 160 steps per minute up to 175 or 180. Uh, so it's a very simple technique. Now, the faster you go, the faster your cadence will go as well. So when you're sprinting, it'll be right up mid 200s. When we're running fast, say mile pace, we're probably getting up around 200, maybe 210. So when you're performing this week's workout, cadence is definitely something that will help you feel more efficient. It will help you get in a better uh, position for your for your hips and for your legs. So let's talk about how to dial it, dial that in. First of all, how to measure it. So um, 
I really do encourage people every so often just to check in and do a measurement of their cadence. Now, some people's GPS watches do this for them, which is awesome. So if you do have those statistics, make sure you keep track of it and just see how they track maybe during a long run or during a workout, um, week to week, month to month, see how they're going uh, those long-term trends. If you don't have a watch that does that, you can also uh, just count your stride. So I usually count 30 seconds, count my left foot strikes. Um, now, if that's 45, then I know that I'm hitting 180, which for me is about right. Um, usually want to be 180 to 185 when I'm jogging. Now, everyone's going to be slightly different, but usually somewhere around that 180, give or take 10 or 15, um, or give or take 10, let's say, uh, is optimal for most people. Usually the longer the legs you have, the, the slower cadence you, you'd be capable of um of having short shorter you are you'll probably need a quicker cadence so the other way that you can measure it and this is particularly important when you're actually doing a workout and you can't you count count your strides or maybe check your watch there's too much going on you're, you're too focused on it so one little perceptive feedback mechanism that i use is actually just being aware of that vertical bounce so I will try and relax my face and just feel what my face is doing in terms of that bounce and that impact. And in particular, that lower lip, when, when that's nice and relaxed and you've got a slow cadence, it will bounce around a lot. When you get into a good cadence that, that's efficient, it won't bounce as much, which is telling you a good signal that that vertical oscillation has just dropped. So that's a good little one to to tuck away in the back of your mind. The other one is foot, foot placement. So making sure that your feet aren't landing out too far in front of you. Now, w there's been an obsession over the last maybe 10 years around, like, should you be running on your forefoot or on your heel? Everyone's slightly different. The more important thing is actually where your foot is landing in relation to your hips. So is it landing more under your center of mass or is it landing out beyond your center of mass? So what we want it to do is land right underneath your center of mass, go straight into pushing you forward rather than plodding and landing out in front of you. So move your feet from a push, from a plod into a push right underneath your center of mass. The other thing that you can use to just do a little check-in on how that cadence is going is just listening to your strides. Is, are your feet whacking the ground, making lots of noise? This is a good one on a treadmill because the whole gym will be able to hear you. If you're running well, you'll be a lot more quiet, a lot more ninja-like over the ground um, if your cadence is higher. Now, if you find yourself in a position where you do need to increase that cadence, here are some tips, aside from just consciously running with quicker steps, three little tips to tuck away. First of all is use your arms. Your arms act as a conductor for the rest of your body. So if your arms are going slow, then your legs will follow and go slow. If your arms speed up, your legs will speed up. So dictate that pace by just cranking up the arms a little bit more. Number two, focus on that knee drive through the recovery phase. So this is something a lot of runners forget is that you get a lot of power from how the knee swings through and pulls the leg through that recovery phase and then slams it down onto the ground. So focus on that quick knee driving that through. 
this is this is a really good uh, tip as well for when you're doing those three times 30 seconds that knee drive the front side mechanics getting those knees um, through quick and high uh, that will definitely help you get faster for those three times 30 seconds the other aspect of that in the recovery phase is making sure the heel, as soon as it leaves the ground, it's really sucking back up towards your backside. Not in a looping sort of uh, out the back type motion, but in a real like rubber band tied to your heel, directly connected to your glutes and just sucking them right back in nice and fast. So almost like a sewing machine, just pulling it back up that'll shorten the lever of your leg and now allow that knee drive that we talked about to be a bit quicker so quick heel up and knee up will uh, increase that cadence increase your your recovery phase okay there we go so three points arms knees and heels there's a little deep dive into cadence. Hope that helps everyone. Give it a whirl in today's workout and also on your easy runs and long runs. A really good time to um, make sure you're dialing in your cadence. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of another episode. Your workout this week is 3 times 30 seconds, then 3 times 1 minute. 10 minutes at your lactate threshold or your one hour race pace and a reminder if you want to know what that pace is just jump on tempofit.org look for the for the race and pace calculator then we step back down the ladder with a three times one minute and a three times 30 seconds those shorter intervals are at your mile to 3k race effort or race pace two minutes recovery jog after every single thing in the workout have fun with this session get out there and crush it and if you would like to help support the show help me keep doing this and also by doing so help um, me do the uh, the running in schools program that we've got running here in New Zealand I would love a hand uh, just to assist us in what we're doing so head to tempofit.org slash wow and click on the patreon button and you'll be able to give um, just a couple of bucks every month uh, to help us do what we do (laughs) 